like to welcome all of you uh, today who are uh, here for the first time for programs here at the Expanding Light, um, all of our guests and those of you who are viewing online. And while we're a week into it, I'd like to say on behalf of both of us, Happy New Year to all of you and uh, Happy Master's Birthday. We celebrated Yogananda's birthday a few days ago, but we consider that energy present and here and so my name is uh, Naya Swami Maria and this is Naya Swami Ananta and I'd like to begin reading from Rays of the One Light. Uh, these are written by Naya Swami Kriyananda. They're based on commentaries of the Bible and the Gita uh, written by Yogananda. And this is week two. Did God create the universe or become it? Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. The Gospel of St. John, chapter 1, contains a passage that explains the essential truth that creation is a process of becoming. The universe is not separate from God the Creator, but a part of him, even as our own dream creations during sleep are figments of our consciousness. God's is the life. God's the reality. Not a melody could be composed, not a poem written. Were the melody and the poem not already there? simply waiting to be expressed. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Ego-directed desire is like static. It distorts the radioed messages of infinity, but the pristine impulse from the divine undistorted by limitation and delusion, is the life that gives rise to all that is. As the seventh chapter of the Bhagavad Gita states, I am the fluidity of water. I am the silver light of the moon and the golden light of the sun. I am the Om chanted in all the Vedas the cosmic sound moving as if soundlessly through the ether. I am the manliness of men. I am the good, sweet smell of moist earth. I am the luminescence of fire, the sustaining life of all living creatures. I am self-offering, in those who would expand their little lives into the cosmic life. O Arjuna, know me as the eternal seed of all creatures. In the, perspect- in the perceptive, I am their perception. In the great, I am their greatness. In the glorious, it is I who am their glory. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. Oh.
I would like to read a um, prayer from Whispers from Eternity that Paramahansa Yogananda wrote. This is the prayer demand for removing the cork of ignorance. No more shall my consciousness remain bottled in this little vessel of flesh corked with ignorance. No more will I remain moving through the sea of cosmic consciousness night and day, years, decades, and how many incarnations, so close, yet never able to contact the sea. Through the bursting vibration of cosmic sound and the surging of thy holy name, I have removed the cork of ignorance, which so long separated me from thee, though we lived together so closely. Now my body consciousness will meet the all-surrounding, all-pervading consciousness. No longer will I walk heedlessly in thee, but never knowing and feeling thee. Thine image within me shall meet thine image everywhere. By releasing the I-ness in me, I will know that I am thou, and that thou alone art the little egos of us all. This is one of those readings, both the rays of the one light and the whispers, that a minister would be tempted to just reread them, sit down, and call it a day. <laughs> I am heartily tempted to do that, but I won't. Um, merely because the other parts of this, this morning's service, the singing of O Master, and the affirmation of love, and the reality of these readings, are incredibly central to the spiritual path. We are just over a few days from Master's birthday. We're just a week from New Year's, and we're starting a new year. And I think that when Kriyananda chose this topic, did God create the universe or become it, he was not just thinking of idle philosophy, but actually a very pragmatic principle as we begin the new year, as we begin the celebration of Master's birthday. The reality of it is, is that we are part of God. We're born in God. We live with God. We dissolve back into God. And we're never separate from God. The pull that seems to make us separate is called maya in the Indian philosophy. And it's that pull which seems to mask us and seems to mask things and seems to make it as if we're separate in our intelligence, in our love, in our individuality, and that God is different than we are. And that's not the truth. And that's why these two readings are so wildly powerful. St. John saying that in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And then Krishna talking to Arjuna, and he said, Look, I'm the light. I'm the Om chanted in the Vedas. I'm the manliness of men. I'm the womanliness of women. I'm the light of fire. 
I'm all the beauty there is in the universe. Everything that's beautiful, everything that's kind, everything that's wonderful is God. And it's permeating this entire universe, and the universe is made from that. But then there's this other force, the Mayak force, that seems to make us separate. And this is the illusion that we're under, that we're not really like Yogananda, because we have all these faults, and we have all these phobias, and we have this bankruptcy, and we have this bad car, and we have this ache in our knee, and we're that. And we define ourselves, the infinite that we are, defines ourselves as small and separate and different. And on that level, we have all our problems. And it's time, as the song says, to fly above the clouds. Because the clouds aren't really real. That's the truth of it. The truth is that God is real. And that you are part of God. (laughs) That's the other part. Because it says in the Bible and the Gita and every scripture that every master has ever written that we are a part of all that is. We are made from love. We are concocted with intelligence divine. And and Swami puts it so beautifully. I have to at least reread one part of it. Ego-directed desire is like static. It distorts the radioed messages of infinity. But the pristine impulse from the divine, undistorted by limitation and delusion, is the life that gives rise to all it is. I used to live in an ashram with a great saint, Swami Satchitananda. And he used to say, everyone is an avatar. Who are you? And by that he meant, everyone is an incarnation of God. Who are you? That's the question, isn't it? Who are we? Why do we think we're separate? It's because the static of ego, of maya, gets in there and it just messes it up a little. You can't quite hear and feel the divine all the time. As we move spiritually towards self-realization, as we start to be kind, as we start to be beautiful and express beauty and express compassion, we become what we really have been all the time, is a being of light and beauty. We become like Yogananda. We become like Christ and Krishna and Buddha and Anandamoy Ma and Sister Gyanamada and Rajasi Janakananda and Lao Tzu and on and on and on. And we become all of us sitting in this room watching on the internet. And we're individual expressions. We're not all the same. Yogananda and Rajasi Janakananda, his foremost disciple, do not look the same, do not talk the same, do not do the same things, do not like the same things. But in meditation, they realize that they are one with the Father. The Father is beyond the creation. But the Christ consciousness is the reflection of God in the creation. And we, like Jesus and Master and Buddha and all the masters of all religions in all time and all paths and all methods of attaining realization, come to the realization that we 
are just like them. We're animated by the divine. We have a personality. We have a dharma. We have a series of karmic things that have got us here. And so we have these children, this job, this community, this whatever it is that we have. But it's just a veil. It's just a thin little veil. And the practice of freeing ourselves is the practice of becoming what we really are. We don't really have to attain our mastery. We have to remember that we've always been one with God. The phony part was the delusion. It was the worldly part. It was the material part. But the material part keeps evaporating. <laughs> cells, isn't all the, bo- all the cells in the body only last seven years? You have a whole new body from seven years ago. And all the little cells, while we're sitting here, have their little divine intelligence, their little spark of intelligence, and they're absorbing the oxygen and expelling the carbon, and they're taking in the glucose and expelling. All this is going on all the time, and we're foolishly thinking, that is me. I am, I am, but we're not even directing that process. It just goes along because the Christ consciousness permeates this. Everything goes along. Sun's spinning around, moon's spinning around, we're staying right in the right orbit, we're tilting just right, we're coming to the solstice, everything's going on. No participation necessary in our part, <laughs> except our great part is that we're part of God and everything is just going along with beauty and light. So, The question before us is, what are we going to become? What do we want to become in this year? Well, again, from this reading, from the Bhagavad Gita, I am self-offering to those who would expand their little lives into cosmic life. On Thursday, Yogananda's birthday, we had a celebration and a group of us took various steps in the process of becoming self-realized. Some of us became disciples for the first time. Some of us affirmed our discipleship. Some of us became sadhakas or sevakas or life sevakas or God knows what we became. <laughs> All sorts of stuff. They're, they're always, we're always inventing new things. Some of the older people like myself, we can't keep track of it. I, I can barely remember what, what I am. But that's Okay. That's okay, because you're not that anyway, but, but directionally, you're going in the right direction. You're going in the right direction. Thinking this self-offering, that impulse is the Christ consciousness. The impulse of the song, of the, of the choir. What if the universe wasn't consistent? What if it wasn't permeated by the Christ consciousness? What if music changed its reaction on us, or our reaction to us, with time? What if it wasn't always inspiring to hear O Master? What if it wasn't always beautiful to hear music or song or poetry? What if beauty was a changing, an always different thing? And one day this is kindness is beautiful, and the next day meanness is beautiful. That would be the universe without Christ consciousness. But that's not the universe. The universe is permeated by Christ consciousness. Everything is moving in a single direction self-realization, everything. There's nothing else happening. The rest of it is just Maya. You've heard of the Mayan calendar. (laughs) I hope it ends soon. (laughs) I've had it with Maya. (laughs) 
Maya is too much. It's so confusing. It's so painful. I'm all for just the unitive calendar. Om. I am the Om chanted in the Vedas. That's where it's at. And that's who we are. And that's what, what did Christ say? He said, I'll send the comforter to bring all things to your memory. Remember what? You are Om. All pervading you are Om. All blessed you are Om. And that is the reality. That is what this year offers us. That is what Master's birthday offers us. You can become a guru. You can become a dispeller of darkness. Guru means dispeller of darkness. You can become that if you focus on that, if you look at that, if you think of that, if you sing with that, if you work with that, if you serve with that. If you focus on the light, you're going to remember that you are the light. If you focus on the darkness, you can get really, really messed up. You can really, really blow this whole incarnation. (laughs) But... That's okay, because there's next incarnation. You can start again, and you can either sooner or later go home. But you will eventually go home. You will eventually go back to the realization that you are made of love, that you are made of peace, that your nature is kindness. That is the ultimate reality, and nothing else matters. So how do we do it? Well, first of all, as with all Ananda Sunday services in all parts of the world, Meditate. <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> talk about it every week. Why do we talk about it every week? Because it's the fastest way to get there. Hold your mind on some aspect of the infinite, that's meditation, and try to realize you are that light. Chant Om. Roar Om. Think Om. Think of yourself as light. See that light. Feel that light. Let go of all the little Shades and shadows. They're not real. They're not lasting. Sing, O Master. Sing it like a hundred times. Just sing it over and over and over again. Sing it all day long. Why? Because you are that reality. All things were made for love, from love. You're something. You're made from love. Isn't that follow? Isn't this a logical deduction that we are made of that? We have to concentrate on it. That's meditation. Secondly, serve. Think of yourself as bigger than just your little self. Don't think of, it said in that reading on love, don't think about what you know, your scene is. The heck with your scene. Think of the big picture of an infinite ocean of love flowing out into seven billion people, flowing into trees and flowers and little fungi in the soil and little birds and planets and stars, but it's all consciousness. It's all kindness. It's all beauty and peace. And you are all beauty and peace. Meditate on it. Serve it. Make it your reality. And lastly, see it in its purest form in the saints, like Yogananda. He's a great master. We had pictures of Yogananda. For those of you who weren't here Thursday, they were really cool. (laughs) There's just a whole bunch of pictures of master talking to a man in a wheelchair, and he's giving him that, that compassion. He's like, oh, cheer up, old buddy. You can do it. You can, you know, it's okay. He's an old timer. You know, I can identify. He's, <laughs> the body's breaking down. You can do it, old timer. You are God. You're not this body. And then master with a little child, just giving him that inspiration of the enthusiasm of life is before me. 
and master holding his hand and saying, yes, life is born. Let's do something good with it. Let's realize the self. Let's share joy. Let's learn to sing. Let's learn to dance. Let's learn to fix automobiles, whatever it is, whatever your karma is. Look for it. You'll find that even though the divine wisdom is not perfectly seen in all our brothers and sisters, in all human events, it is filtered down through the force of maya. It is there. And intelligence is a weaker form of divine wisdom. Smarts, <laughs> street smarts, all human activity is somehow just filtered down. That's the way the masters look at the world. They don't, they don't judge it. They understand it. This is maya. God created maya. It has an element of divinity to it. It's tricky. It, it masks the truth in just a way that it could catch you. And there's a certain humorous aspect to that <laughs> that the masters enjoy. One time, master was talking to this man about the Bible. It's when he first came to America. And, and he was talking to the man. He said, um, you don't really think that everything in the Bible is literally true? And the, and the guy said, yes, Yogananda, everything in the Bible is literally true. And Yogananda said, no, wait a minute. What about the book of Genesis? The snake is talking to Adam and Eve. And the minister stopped. He said, in those days, snakes could talk. <laughs> master said, I bow to the colossal temple of ignorance that I see before me. But he said it was sweetness. And it touched the man's heart. And he thought about it, not at the moment, but later on. said, mm, sorry, Yogananda, I, I can see there's more to this than, <laughs> than I've been holding on to. Even in kind of dumb things, there's a little bit of divine intelligence masked by Maya. So look for that and see it. It says here, I am the silvery light of the moon. I'm the, the uh, bright light of the sun. In greatness, no matter what you see in greatness, great athletes, great singers, great auto mechanics, great <laughs> farmers, great whatever it is, computer programmers, there's still divinity filtered down to a given profession. But it is a window to your greatness and your light and your beauty. And revel in that beauty that comes from God and become in this year like Yogananda, like your guru. If you're not a disciple of Yogananda, fill in the blank. Become a guru, a dispeller of darkness. Live your life perfectly, as kind as you can be. And with their grace... Because don't forget, their grace is constantly pulling us towards perfection, constantly blessing us with insight, constantly pulling us through the power of their love and their desire for us to get away from this ocean of suffering, get away from this maya. That's not our fate, to live in this maya and this confusion and not to appreciate that not only you are a child of the divine, but every human being that you have contact with is a child of the Divine Mother, created in love, created with wisdom and beauty and truth. And how can we reinforce each other's expression of that through kindness and beauty and love? This will be a wonderful year. God bless you all.